Good morning and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast with your host, Jessica Strong. The Dance to Learn podcast is the place for dance educators and studio owners to get the best dance teacher resources, tips, and advice to help you dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, dance teacher friends. Happy Wednesday and welcome to another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Strong, and I'm excited to be here today with another episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about how we can be more assertive in the classroom and how changing what we say and how we say it can have a major impact on classroom management and how our students respond with their behaviors. Now, in case you're wondering, I'm not filming the podcast live for my YouTube channel this week because we are remodeling our office and I had the brilliant idea of buying $400 worth of new office furniture from Ikea and so I'm going to be spending my spring break assembling and building a new desk and then trying to reorganize everything before the break is over. So right now our office space is a little crazy but this week I also wanted a shorter episode for you Uh, so this won't take too much of your time because I know the last couple episodes have been a little bit on the longer side. Today uh, we are going to talk about being more assertive in our dance classes and using our teacher voice. And I was inspired to talk about this because of a reel that has been circulating on Instagram. It's basically the voice saying, that's my purse, and then someone else directing that voice to be a little bit more aggressive and getting the purse back. And it had me thinking about our teacher voices. Now, I know that I have a teacher voice, and if we are using our voices when we're teaching in a way that inspires our students to follow directions and actually behave in the classroom. So back when I was running my mobile dance program, I would hire a lot of new teachers quite frequently. And when I say new, I don't mean just new to my program. I mean new to teaching. And there was a common trend in these recruits where I felt they lacked assertiveness in the classroom. And I'm sure a lot of that had to do with confidence um, because, you know, they hadn't been teaching for years and years and years. So they lacked the confidence that really comes with years of experience in working with the preschool ages. And, you know, when I think back and remember my first couple years of teaching preschoolers, It was intimidating, and even though nobody was there to coach me or tell me, I'm sure that I made some of these same mistakes when talking to my students. So let's just dive right into it today. We're going to keep this short and sweet. So the first mistake that I noticed when I would work with these new teachers was they would ask their students if they wanted to participate rather than commanding them to participate. So for example, the teacher would say, do you want to come warm up with us? So, you know, in my experience, if you give a child an option 
to choose either yes or no, they are more likely to choose the no option just because it's easier, right? So when these teachers asked their students if they wanted to do something, the common answer was no, right? So when I was training them, I would say, okay, you know, you did a good job, but here's where I need to see an improvement. Instead of saying, do you want to come warm up with us? You need to command them to come warm up. So for example, you would say, okay, we're going to be butterflies today. Come sit on your spots and put on your wings. Okay, and what color wings do you have today? So I asked a question, but I asked an engaging question to engage them in the activity and keep them interested and excited to do the butterfly stretch because they get really excited to tell me I have rainbow wings with rainbow sparkles, right? So in that more commanding statement, we didn't give them an option to not participate, right? Because we said, okay, we're going to be butterflies. I didn't give them the option. Do you want to be butterflies or do you want to be something else, right? I told them, we're going to be butterflies today. Then I said, come sit on your spot, right? That's a command, you know, I, I want you to sit down and join us for this exercise. So again, I didn't ask them if they wanted to sit down on their spot because of course they're going to say no, I'd rather run around the room. <laughs> um, so we need to just have a little bit more command in our in our voices and in how we we speak to our students um, and involving them asking them that engaging question it really does get them really really excited to participate because they feel like their voice matters so something I would suggest if you're noticing that your dancers aren't participating in a way that you would like them to I would suggest taking a quick inventory of how you're speaking to your dancers. Are you asking them and giving them options? Or are you commanding and leading them with clear expectations? So in a similar way, the next mistake that I noticed was when the new teachers would address the dancers who weren't following directions. So in the same way as the previous, example, they would say something like, can you please stop running? Okay, and again, that's giving them an option, right? It's really asking them, can you? Can you stop running? And this is going to give that dancer an opportunity to decide if they can or if they cannot. And if they're having a fun time running around the room, they're going to continue to run and they're going to decide, no, I cannot stop running. So again, this is where we need to use our commanding voice and say, okay, stop running, please, right? And it doesn't have to be mean. It doesn't have to be aggressive. It can just be stop running, <laughs> um, you know, something as simple as that. And then give them an option, right? Say, can you show me that you can chasse like a butterfly instead? And I really tried to harp on my new teachers on the importance of show me phrases. I love show me phrases. These are such a powerful commanding phrase because it shows the child that you believe in them and their ability to be good listeners. So I have show me phrases that pop up 
during my class all the time. Some off the top of my head that I can think of would be, show me that you can sit on your dot crisscross applesauce. Or show me that you can balance for three seconds without falling down. Or show me that you can copy Miss Jessica, right? So these are a lot of show me phrases that I would use with my preschool dancers. This phrase puts full responsibility on the child to be in charge of their own behaviors because they're either going to show me they can do something or they're going to show me that they can't do something. So I really like show me phrases and 98% of the time they show me what I'm asking them to do and it's a wonderful and amazing, amazing thing. But I hope that this podcast episode today gets you thinking about your teacher voice and helps bring awareness to your voice in the classroom and how you are addressing your students. Are you commanding your students to perform according to your expectations or are you giving them options to perform how they want to perform? So I hope that that was insightful. And I hope that you start using some show me phrases and that you start commanding your dancers to perform the way you want them to perform and not give them options to perform how they want to perform. I hope you found this week's podcast episode helpful and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode. Happy dancing. Bye. The Dance to Learn podcast airs every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Leave a five-star review of the podcast and your review may be read on air for your chance to receive a $10 Amazon gift card. To be a guest on the podcast or for advertising inquiries, please email info at dancetolearn.co. Happy dancing!